Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. Have you ever noticed that the cross is actually everywhere all around us? And I mean, there's not only that, you know, there's lots of churches you can drive down, drive past, and you see crosses, you see other Christians, and perhaps they're wearing a cross around their necks or the rosary hanging from their rear vision mirror. Um, Not only talking about when we see the Christian symbol of the cross, but we can see the cross everywhere. Say, like, if you look out your window, perhaps you'll see a tree, and there's the, the straight trunk of the tree, and the branches branch off to the sides, and it's in the shape of a cross. Perhaps you see a bird flying in the sky and, you know, the wings stretched out from the body make that shape of the cross. Perhaps you see like a telephone pole or something and the the frame that stretches out from the pole makes the shape of a cross. The cross is just such a simple geometric shape that just like if you were looking anywhere for a circle or a square, you can see it anywhere in just the structures around us and the natural things. Um, Now, you might see in that some profound mystical truth that of, of the, the universal relevance of Christianity. Um, I just kind of like that idea because I'm a bit of a maths nerd and it's kind of cool to think about. But there's another way in which the cross is all around us. The cross is everywhere if we look for it. And this actually relates a little bit more to our readings today, what we've heard from Jesus' teaching. He says... If anyone wants to follow me, you should take up your cross. And as I began to look over these readings throughout the week, and perhaps you thought this as you were reading it, that I was like, oh, I don't want to hear a tough challenge like that from Jesus. Um, You know, I've got enough to worry about already. Life already seems burdensome enough that I don't don't want this kind of challenge. And I, I reckon enough people out there are feeling the same that I don't want to have to give them this kind of word of, You need to take up your cross and kind of stop slacking off. But the cross that Jesus is talking about is not some extra burden that we need to find and start lifting and dragging through our days, but the cross is already all around us, everywhere, because we find the cross in any of those experiences of our life of suffering or of challenge or of trial. When Jesus says take up your cross and follow me, he's talk, pointing about those crosses. Any, any experience that challenges us, really, some of these things can be big sufferings, major crises, you know, sickness or other events that are beyond our control, like the pandemic, perhaps could be evil harm inflicted upon us by others and their deeds, could be the, the internal crosses that we find of perhaps a battle with mental health or that difficulty we find within our, within our own selves. These are the crosses that we face in life. There can also be these crosses we find in life, just little things, just little kind of inconveniences, little things that annoy us or try our patience, the, the challenge of being disciplined or the, the little sacrifices we make every day um, in our jobs or for those that we love. These are crosses that we can take up as well. And this changes very much how we hear this challenge from Jesus. It's not, 
take up your cross and follow me and therefore I have to go off and find some other burden to add to my already long list of burdens. But Jesus is saying all these difficulties that you face, you can take them up and, and find me in them as you follow me. So it's not so much a matter of where do I find this cross that Jesus is talking about. But the question really is, how do I face these difficulties? How do I face these challenges and trials and sufferings such that I'm sharing in the cross with Jesus? And this is the question that I want to explore with you today. How do we deal with these challenges of life such that they become part of the cross of Christ and, and Jesus kind of shares with us his life through them? Now we can think, do I like just charge into all these challenges like a bull and take them head on? Do I just kind of lay down and take all the sufferings like a doormat? Um, or do I kind of dodge through them and try and get through unscathed like a ninja? Um, I want to explore three ways, three things that we can consider to try and help us have, have a good stance towards these sufferings and these crosses that we meet. Firstly, relates to what are we going to get out of it if, if there isn't some good goal at the end that he wants to share with us. Just as Jesus died before he could rise again, we share in that risen life by following that path of the cross through these crosses that we face. And this is not only seen in Jesus' life, the cross is everywhere in the Bible as well. The pattern of this dying, taking the cross on the way to life and the promise of God. We see in the Old Testament when the Israelites were relieved of the slavery of Egypt, Moses leads them out of Egypt and they're journeying towards the promised land, all that God has in store for them. But on the way, they spend 40 years in the desert, this time of trial and endurance and suffering before they can enter into the promise. So too, um, but yeah, they, they never would have made it to the promised land, though, if they didn't remember how good God's promise was, what was really waiting for them at the end. So if we want to know how to face these crosses that come before us, it can be very helpful to consider the goal on the other side, to consider heaven and where God is trying to lead us through these sufferings. So I don't want to explore that much today because that was what Father Dan was doing last week. And he's going to continue the theme of heaven next week. So I point you to, if you weren't with us last week, to tune into his homily and to tune in again next week because he's going to help us understand what, what that vision of heaven looks like and how it can help us live today. Um, so, and that relates also to what Jesus is saying today when he says that those who are prepared to lose their lives for the sake of the gospel will save it. And so we, we're motivated to embrace the crosses, to lose our life, because we know that we're going to save it, we know we're going to join in that heaven with God at the end of it. But Jesus also says that anyone who wishes to save his life will lose it. And the next point I want to look at is how we can not take up our cross and how we can therefore not get to that end that God wants to take us to because we can easily avoid these crosses. We see the crosses come up and we want to save our lives instead of stepping into the crosses. And we see this as well in the way the Israelites 
responded when they were in the desert. That time of trial in the desert, they were just eating bread. And yes, the promise of the promised land was in front of them. But their minds went back to Egypt, went back to the good food that they'd had in Egypt, and they wanted to go back there. They were whinging. They wanted to escape the suffering that they'd found themselves in, that that hard road through the desert. They wanted to escape back to where they had come from, which was slavery and oppression in Egypt. But they thought that was better than the trial of the desert. And this is just what Peter does as well in the gospel today, when Jesus starts talking about the fact that his road is heading towards the cross, this road that Peter's following him on, suddenly Peter's like, no, 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 Jesus, you can't go and die. You can't do this. He wants to avoid that road to the cross. And similarly, when we find these struggles, these challenges come against us, we can try and escape them. In different ways, we can, we can flee to comfort or numbing ourselves against it. We can um, cut ourselves off from relationships if that's the source of some of these struggles. We can try and grasp for control is often a way that we can try and avoid the sufferings, you know, convince ourselves that it's all okay. But really when Jesus asks us to take up the cross, the first thing for us to do is to accept that this is a cross for us to bear. Now, these challenges and sufferings that come against us in life can seem to crush us, just like grapes can be crushed. But when grapes are crushed, it can end in two ways. It can either become wine or it can become vinegar. And so Jesus' invitation for us to take up our crosses is to have not not avoiding and a a non-acceptance of our crosses, which can make us bitter, make us sour, and we become like vinegar, but to face our crosses, face these sufferings in such a way that we can become wine, that we're made richer through the experiences. And so, while an important part of this is to recognize the way that we try and escape the crosses um, and, and stay in it, but simply this attitude of accepting that this cross, this situation is something I need to face. Um, coming with that attitude of acceptance makes a big difference and allows us to be enriched and allows the crushing experience to turn us into wine instead of vinegar. So rather than trying to escape the struggle, we are invited to allow this struggle to be and to allow ourselves to sit in that place, to remain in the struggle of this cross. So firstly, my encouragement is to to think about heaven as the end goal of where these crosses are leading us and to perhaps look at Father Dan's homilies last week and next week for that. Secondly, we take up our cross by simply accepting these challenges that are before us and by not escaping them. And thirdly and finally, we take up our cross by meeting Jesus in these challenges. When Jesus lays down this this difficult challenge for us, he's not saying, take up your cross and I'll see you when you're done. He says, take up your cross and follow me. His invitation to take up the cross is an invitation to find him there and to meet him and to journey with him because he is there in our struggle. He's there in our trial and in the challenges. He says, take up your cross and follow me.
So by meeting these challenges and sufferings that we find, we're journeying with Jesus, we're journeying on the path that he took to the cross so that he might lead us into life. And indeed, there's no way that we can walk this path through these crosses apart from by his grace. And apart from doing so with this attitude of following him, of seeking his guidance, of seeking his strength to let us through, of seeking him to show us where is the next step that I can possibly take through here. And sometimes our seeking and meeting Jesus in this might simply be to say, I can't take another step here. Lord, this cross is too heavy that I don't think I can bear it any longer. But he certainly understands when we find ourselves in that position because he's been there and he is there with us. He who the night before he literally went to his cross, he prayed, Father, take this cup from me because it was such a burden for him. And he who, even as he carried the cross on the road to Calvary, that he was so weak that he couldn't even do it on his own. Someone had to pick up the cross and carry it with him. So whatever our crosses are, whether they're big or whether they're small, whether they're a momentary challenge or whether this is suffering that can go on for years, Jesus is there in it with us. And in meeting him in these crosses, they can become a gift to us. They become a sharing in Jesus' life. They become the path to life. And so if these crosses, these challenges in our lives are to become fruitful for us, if they're to become truly this path to life, then that's going to be when we take up our crosses as a mode of following Jesus. When we meet these challenges as a place where we can draw closer to him and meet him again and truly allow him to lead us along that path. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.